Stop what you're doing. Stop. Stop right there. Okay. Let's go. You're now tuned into the hottest show on the planet. The Smith Express Show. Yo, 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 what's poppin'? What's poppin'? This your boy Smith. We're here live on the Smith Express Show. Today's guest, in my opinion, is a is a dope motivational speaker. Man, so many words to describe this dude. From the things that I've seen him go through to the things he's overcome and more, he's definitely God's given. God's been blessing this guy from day one since the first time I met him until now. You know what I mean? Here to tell his story, my big partner, Chaz J. What's good, my dude? Hey, bro, what's good, man? Super excited. Gratitude on the introduction, man. Excited to be here, bro. Excited to be here. Oh, yeah, no problem. No problem, man. Hey, I, I salute you for never giving up. You feel me? Like, a lot of people would have would have been folded, you know what I'm saying, going through what you've been through, you know? And I salute you for standing tall through it all. I appreciate that, bro, wholeheartedly. I appreciate that, bro. For real, for real. So, like, you know what I'm saying? Let's get straight into it, you know what I'm saying? Like, of course you're older now, but what what exactly motivated you to, you know, to want to get your word out or become a motivational speaker? To be honest with you, bro, a lot of it has to do with with kind of how I grew up, you know what I'm saying? I don't want to I want to sugarcoat it. I ain't grow up in the in the roughest of environments, you know what I'm saying? But at the same time, I ain't grow up in Naperville, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> I ain't grow up in Naperville. We both from the <laughs> we both from the South Side, you know. So I mean, that's where we grew up from, and and a lot of the a lot of the stuff I went through as a child, my teenage years, and high school, and even as an adult, bro. I don't want to see people go through, and I was able to, you know, work it and put in the work and the grind to better myself. You know what I'm saying? All with God's help, and to be able to come out and be a better person. So that's what really inspires me, bro. Is to just if I can give somebody a snip or a little grain of salt or or something to be able to inspire somebody to to move them to the next level, whether that's mentally, emotionally, physically, whatever it may be, bro, overcome whatever challenges and standing in front of them, bro. That's that's what it, that's what inspires me, bro. That's really what inspires me. That's dope. That's dope. So look, hey, let me ask you this question. You know, you being now, you know what I'm saying, you being who you are today, if you was to go back and speak to your younger self, what would you tell them? Bro, if I was to go back today and speak to my younger self, man, I would tell that, I would tell me, look at myself, dead in the eye, square in the face, bro, and say, don't ever let nobody put you down. Don't ever let nobody uh, uh, diminish your light. Don't ever let nobody silence you, bro. Like, be you and be the authentic you because that authentic you is, that's what impacts the world, bro. That's what impacts your world and the, and the people around you. So many years of my life, I, I try to be something that I wasn't, you know what I'm saying? I try to fit in and, 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 and stick inside the crowd and, you know, I realized that I'm I'm not a, I'm not an in the crowd follower, bro. I'm a leader from the front. You know what I'm saying? And when you embrace who you are, bro, when you embrace your true, authentic self, and don't worry about what everything is going on around you, bro. That's when you become the happiest, and that's when you find your gift, bro. So that's what I would tell myself. That's dope. That's dope. You know what I mean? Hey, for whoever's tuning in, you know what I'm saying? Shout out to all the listeners. That's a hey, you 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 a goat, bro. Like I said, not many people could literally stand there and tell a story with, especially with as much confidence, and not be ashamed of it. You feel me? And I'll definitely yes, salute you for that. 
Hey, gratitude, bro. I appreciate that. No problem. No problem. So, so like, you know what I'm saying? Like, if, if you can, like, what was it? Like, was there a specific moment, you know what I'm saying, in time where you wanted to be a motivational speaker or was it something you just walked right into? It wasn't something that I walked right into, bro. Like I said, I always found myself uh, being a leader, you know what I'm saying, when I play sports and different things like that. But it wasn't until I had my two sons and I became a single parent where it's like, man, I got the opportunity to impact two lives. I got the opportunity to create boys and turn them into men, you know what I'm saying? And and take on that responsibility that I was like, man. And then it was the, the changes that I started uh, developing and seeing in myself. I'm like, man, if I could do this, man, if I could teach myself how to do this, I can teach others how to do this. You know what I'm saying? And that really wasn't an about until probably my early to mid twenties that I was like that. So what I started doing is I started watching the, the Eric Thomases of the world and, and uh, the Tony Robbins of the world and just feeding off of that and, and really getting my voice out there. And it started in the church, you know what I'm saying? Just really speaking out loud and living loud how I like to do. And uh, so it really wasn't about until my mid twenties. And, you know, I'm still, I'm still working on the craft. As any artist knows, you got to work on your craft, man. You got to continuously study and, and and study yourself to make yourself better, you know? That's dope, bro. And, and I definitely agree with that one on that note. So, you know, one thing that I could, you know what I'm saying, I honestly say, you know what I'm saying, where I seen you first at hand and you was actually putting in the work was at church, you know? I, I would go to the church that, that you attended and, you you know, you would be up there speaking and motivating. I think that that was real dope, especially for someone of your age. That's that's rare, especially where we're from. Yeah, it is, bro. It, de- it definitely is. And I appreciate that, man. It, it, uh, that was my home church, you know what I'm saying? It's, it's right there in Chicago Heights, South Heights, man. And I was there for, for 31 years, born and, born and bred there, you know what I'm saying? So... It was, that's just what it was. That's where it started, but I promise you that's not where it's going to end. You dig? Uh, hey, I definitely salute. So, look, let me ask you this question. Do you think passion and determination is enough to make you successful? Absolutely not. You can be you can be passionate about it, bro. You can be determined, and I think those uh, I think people can also break down determination into what you want. Like I want to do this and I want to do that, but if I don't have the determination to go out there and put in the work to get it done, then it's it's not going to get done, bro. And that's the extract right there is just putting in the work and staying consistent. You know, I just started releasing my story and everything like that, and it's it's, it's putting in the work, bro. It's it's, it's making videos and, and making the content to get my story out you know at, at new at midnight one o'clock in the morning when i'm tired and you know after i lay the kids down to bed and you know what i'm saying kiss my wife and i go put it and create content bro and when i'm tired but it's putting in that work so you got to be able to put in that work hey i definitely agree bro so look, let me ask you this um you recently just went through something that you severely overcame you greatly overcame you know what i'm saying uh, if you can shed light on it some, you know what I'm saying? You don't have to go into too much specific details, but just l- let the people know, like, and, and and I think that that was definitely God all through it, bro. All, all day that was definitely him, man. He definitely used 
the work that I did, you know what I'm saying, my lawyer, all the people who surrounded me in my inner circle, but I give all credit to him, man, he, he's, he's the deliverer, he's the one that broke them chains off me, so uh, back in 2019, bro, like I said, it was in some of my videos, I, I stated this, I was really just trying to live my life right, you know what I'm saying, we, we done been out there running the streets and doing our thing and everything like that, but like I said, I became a single parent in, uh, in 2013, bro, and after that, I just, I was focused on my kids, trying to live my life right, so um, that night, bro, when um, I laid my kids down to bed, went to bed like any other night, bro, and at uh, 3 o'clock in the morning, somebody from the neighborhood that I wasn't even connected to, bro, it was, it was somebody else who was connected to me that was connected to them, showed up on my crib at 3 o'clock in the morning, banging on my door. You know what I'm saying? And, and, and ringing my doorbell, waking me and my peoples up uh, out of their sleep, bro. And I was put in a situation where I had to defend my life. You know what I'm saying? And I had my I had my FOIA card. I had my concealer carry and, and everything like that, bro. But, you know, I, I wasn't raised in Naperville. <laughs> you know yeah. what I'm saying? So, I mean, I just, I simply wasn't going, bro. And it, it was, I was put in a situation to defend my life and it was, it was a deciding factor, you know, in a blink of an eye. It's like, am I going to be here breathing tomorrow, you know what I'm saying, for my sons or are my sons going to have to bury me? You know what I'm saying? And that's a, that's a, that's a real hard decision to make. I think T.I. said it best, bro. He was like, do I die or go to jail? That's a hell of a decision. Hey. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's a hell of a decision, bro. But at the end of the day, I had I, there wasn't an option for me to leave this earth. There wasn't an option for me to be gone from my kids, bro. It's like I was all they had with my family and everything like that, bro. Like moms ain't in the picture. It's like it's just dad that they leaning on. So I was going home at the end of the night. You know what I'm saying? I was mostly breathing. So I ended up popping off three shots. You know what I'm saying? At buddy and and I mean. You know, not bragging too much, but I mean, he realized that that was the wrong decision showing up at the crib when he saw the barrel, you know what I'm saying? But like I said, bro, I wasn't raised in Naperville. I might be saved, but you dig? Yeah. <laughs> it's, I'm not going. So it was, um, I had got locked up in Park Forest, you know what I'm saying, where we, we grew up and um, they had transferred me to Cook County, uh, Cook County Jail, and I did the whole you dig. I got booked in Cook County. Um, and they gave me the whole, they gave me the brown dickies with the Payless Chucks and the, <laughs> the, the, the bologna sandwich juice and two mustards, bro. I don't even like mustard, bro. Right. <laughs> it was crazy, bro. But, you know, and when I when I tell people, anybody who ever been locked up in Cook County, bro, that's a dungeon in there, bro. And, like, like walking through those halls, bro, and, and being in the bullpens and, and being in the cells, it's like, bro, like, you get a real sense of reality when you're in there, bro. It's like how many people done came in and out this place, you know what I'm saying? How many how many things have happened in this place? And here I am in this place, you know what I'm saying? And I'm a firm believer that you can shape your reality, bro, and you could really, you know, your reality is, is determined on how you view your surroundings, but that was a real hard pill to have to swallow because it's like, bro, no matter how much I wanted to, no matter how much I was craving, working for it, bro, I couldn't leave that place until they let me go. You know what I'm saying? So I went through the whole process. 
I ended up making bail. My family came through with love. You know what I'm saying? Moms is the moms is the MVP. You know what I'm saying? You gonna sell with you, bro? Cause she can't. Hey, sometimes it takes it. You know what I'm saying? She came through with the bail money, and that's what it was. So I mean, I got they released me on house arrest. And and they took me home at like four or five o'clock in the morning, bro. I got back to the crib, and bro, it was it was a really hard thing to walk back into my home with the ankle bracelet on. You know what I'm saying? And the sheriff's through the front door, cause it's like, man, this is my home, and now here I am charged with a felony. I was charged with one felony at the time, charged with aggravated discharge of a weapon. Um, and then after the grand jury indicted me, I was charged with reckless discharge of a weapon. And, um, an aggravated discharge of a weapon is a class one felony that carries a sentence from probation to 15 years. So I didn't know how it was going to play out, bro. But the fact of the matter is I was facing a charge that could have put me 15 years in jail. You know what I'm saying? If the judge would have threw the whole book at me. Man, that's crazy. Yeah, so I mean, I was on 19, 19 months of house arrest, going back and forth through trial. Uh, my lawyer automatically said, we're going to trial. Uh, even, bro, it was crazy because even the prosecutor was like, bro, I don't even know how they charged him with these charges. But he showed up to his crib at 3 o'clock in the morning. He defended his life. Why is he even charged with this? But we had to go through the whole process. And my lawyer was savage, bro. She wasn't going. And, and COVID played a lot in it because, you know, they, you remember they shut down all the courts and everything like that yeah. for a long time. But, man, it was... It was crazy that I was on house arrest for 19 months, and no matter what I did, bro, like, every day I'd be staring down on my ankle, like, man, I can't take this joint off, or I'm going back to county. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. I can't do nothing about this right now, or else I'm getting taken away from my sons again. And even that night, bro, it was tough because I came home at 4 or 5 o'clock in the morning, and I woke my two sons out of my sleep because they hadn't seen me for a few days because I was I was in county and my oldest jumped up immediately, gave me a hug, said, Daddy, I miss you. He laid back down. I woke, excuse me, I woke my youngest son up and the hardest thing I ever heard my youngest child say to me, bro, is he jumped up out, my, out his bed, gave me a hug, wrapped his arms around me, squeezed me tight and said, Daddy, I thought you died. Wow. I'm like, man, I'm like, man, bro, that, 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 bro, that was so tough to hear that it broke me down, bro, that my, my, my shorty, my youngest, thought that I died, bro. Um, so it was it was a long struggle, bro, 19 months of, of not being able to, to go somewhere, even take my kids to the park, couldn't even do that, bro. Like, I'm, I was so wrapped up with my kids, bro, I just wanted to kick it with them, you know what I'm saying? We go out to do stuff, and I couldn't even do that, bro. I was, luckily enough, I was able to go to work. I got movement for work and back and forth to work. But, bro, his, I, I, even on house arrest, bro, I didn't stop working. Even on house arrest, bro, I didn't stop grinding. I was still going to the 9 to 5 every day, putting 60 hours a week in. You know what I'm saying? Still getting in there, bro. And that's that's the key right there, bro, is, is even though I was facing a giant, bro, I had a giant in front of me with felonies against Cook County. You know what I'm saying? That's... Cook County is not easy to overcome. But the fact of the matter is, bro, giving up was not an option, bro. Laying down was not an option. Bending over was not an option, bro. I had to keep going because I had two shorties, bro. Hey, I salute you, bro, for not giving up, bro. You, hey, you, you definitely that hero, bro. For real, for real. Gratitude, bro. I appreciate that. So look, hey, let me ask you this question. You know, you was going through what you was going through. You guys was faced with so much emotions. You guys lost time. 
know what I'm saying? What was your reaction, exact reaction, once you got the news that you was free? You know, the, everything was from a, a felony to a misdemeanor and everything. Charges got pretty much dropped and reduced. Like, what was your reaction? And that's what happened, bro. It's my lawyer. I was at work, bro. Like I said, still working, you know, the nine to five. And, and, and even the nine to five was love, bro, because I got a lot of favor on that job. And that ain't nothing but God, bro. You know, God grants all the favor with men. And I had a, a supervisor that really worked with me. But um, to answer your question, I was at work. It was about 11 o'clock at night. I was working overnights at the time. And my cell phone, my phone was sitting right there on the desk that I was working. And I saw my lawyer's name pop up. And I look at my supervisor at the time, like, yo, I got to take this. This is my lawyer. He already knew what it was. Like, she don't call me at 11 o'clock at night for no reason. You know what I'm saying? So I hurried up, grabbed my phone, dipped outside. And I answered the phone. And it was on, um, it was the last week of September, bro. And she was like, Charles, I got to talk to you. I'm like, what's going on? She was like, I got good news. I had a court date on October 4th, which was like, in a couple of days, I think she called me on like a Tuesday and October 4th, I think it was like on a Thursday or something like that. She was like, um, you're getting off a house arrest on Thursday. And bro, I, I almost jumped for joy, bro. I couldn't believe it. It was just this, this, this weight that I was carrying for 19 months, bro, was, was being lifted off of me. And it was just pure joy and, and relief and happiness. And I was like, man, I'm so happy. Like I was man, And she had to calm me down. Because I was like, man, it's crazy. And she was like, look, not only are you getting released off a of house arrest on, on your court date, she was like, but your charges are being, both charges are being reduced all the way down to a, a misdemeanor, bro. And I was like, yo, what? Man. I was like, what, bro? <laughs> bro, it was crazy, bro. I was, I was too excited, bro. I couldn't even contain it, bro. I had people looking at me funny, but bro, I didn't even care, bro, because I was getting free and that freedom bro i don't care you know there's different levels of severity for obviously i wasn't locked up in statesville or nothing like that bro but when your freedom is taken away bro and you can't do nothing but sit there and contemplate your life for 19 straight months bro and be locked down for 19 straight months though it's, it, it plays on your mind bro it messes with you mentally bro and that's and that's a battle that i had a battle every single day like man am i going to jail or am I going to be good? And through the whole time, I was like, you know what, man? I'm not even buying into the fact that I'm going to jail. I know that's not even for me. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm going to be free. I know God got me, man. When I showed up in the courtroom the day, I, the, the day after I got out of county, bro, and showed up in the courtroom, bro, I saw angels in the courtroom, bro. So I knew I was good. You know what I'm saying? I knew I was good, bro. So that feeling of relief, bro, was, it was, it was, I couldn't even describe it, bro. I couldn't even describe it, bro. It was, it was so crazy. I had just chills all over my body. I was heart racing, bro. It was, it was nuts, bro. It was, it really was. Man, so you know what I'm saying, like on 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 your first day of free, you know what I'm saying, being free. What you do? What you, I'm pretty sure you spend hella time with the kids and fam. Went out to eat, celebrated crazy. Yeah, yeah, bro. So when I went down to, uh, I had got out of, uh, I had got, we had you know virtual court because of COVID and everything. So they told me they was like, yeah, we are gonna give the sheriff your release, and then go up to county and go ahead and, and get your papers and everything like that. So they had, we had that court date and then they processed the paperwork. I got a call 
And it was like the next day, it was like, yeah, you can go up to county and, and unplug your monitoring device and everything like that and go up there and, and get your ankle bracelet cut off. I was like, bet. So, bro, just unplugging that monitor box was 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 a surreal feeling because I don't, for anybody who ever been on house arrest, they already know if that monitoring box get unplugged, the power go off. You touch it, you shake it too much. They they got a tampering device on it. You mess with it, the sheriffs are showing up at your front door. Like there's no question about it, bro. So to just to be able to unplug that device, and I drove, bro, all the way up from from Chicago Heights all the way to County, bro, just in silence, bro. No radio, no nothing, bro. Just in this state of surrealness that, man, I can't believe this is actually happening, bro. So I went up to County, got my ankle bracelet cut off, and the first thing I did, bro, is I had to show love to the woman who had me down the whole time, bro, which was my mom's, bro. Like I said, mom's was a true MVP because she was there with helping me with the shorties. She was there helping me with whatever I needed help with, bro, because not only did I save my life that night, but I saved her life because me and mom's were staying together at the time, bro. So I saved her life as well. So I went, got to county, took the ankle bracelet off, I went down, I picked my mom's up some flowers, bro, and I surprised her at her job, bro. That's the first thing I did, bro, was go straight to her and surprise her with some flowers at my job, bro. And I ain't never seen my mom with such relief on her face. I ain't never seen my mom so excited, bro. And then after that, bro, we, I ended up, we ended up dipping for my job, and I went and got me something to eat. <laughs> I, went, I went and got me some tacos, bro, because it's, 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 bro, it's just, just when you, when you, when you locked up in any capacity, bro, just doing, being able to do the simple stuff like going to a restaurant and eating, sitting down, having a meal with the people who you love was something that I couldn't do and something that I missed. So I took my mom's and my sister out and we just sat down, we, we chopped it up and we had a meal, bro. That's the first thing I did. That's dope. That's dope, bro. Hey, you know what I'm saying? I'm definitely proud of you, bro. For real, for real. You know what I'm saying? Hey, you know what I'm saying? But I'm going to keep it 100. You know what I'm saying? Besides, you know, my show is audio because of the whole Pandora. You know, being on Pandora, iHeartRadio, and all that. But one of the things is that, like, I I sometimes don't like being face-to-face with somebody, especially with interviews like this, because I ain't even going to lie. You definitely have me shedding tears, a couple tears, bro. That's love, bro. I appreciate that, bro. Like I said, man, I'm just, I'm just trying to impact whoever's under the sound of my voice, bro. Like real talk. Hey, that does inspire somebody, motivate somebody, whatever, bro. Is give somebody that extra little push to keep grinding, bro. It's that's giant that's standing in front of them, bro. It's gonna come down eventually, bro. I don't know the day and the time, but bro, you can defeat that giant. You know what I'm saying? Hey, that's big fact. Because I would show, you know what I'm saying? One of the questions I want to ask you, for those that is tuning in that might be going through what you've went through, do you have any encouraging words for them? Hell yeah, bro. Hell yeah, bro. Whatever's standing in front of you, bro, whatever's, whatever's in front of you, bro, that giant that's standing in front of you, that wall that's standing in front of you, bro, like, I'm a man of faith, bro, but I get excited, man. Fuck that shit, bro. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's bro, when I tell you, that the Bible say all things are possible, are, are possible through God, bro. So I don't care if you're standing in front of depression. I don't care if somebody's standing in front of a job situation, bro, COVID, bro, or a family situation, bro, whatever it may be, bro. They, don't, they lost and don't know where to 
go, bro, or they locked down with a felony like I was, bro. It don't matter what's in front of you, bro. As long as you keep grinding, as long as you keep working, as long as you keep getting up every day saying there ain't no option other than to keep putting in that work and moving forward, bro, it's going to happen and you're going to overcome it, bro. I don't know if it's going to take days, weeks, months, or years, bro, but everybody can overcome it, bro, whatever they face it. That's one thing I learned through everything that I was, that I was going through, bro. It's like, it don't matter what's in front of me, bro. If you got the faith to overcome it and you got the grind and the grit and the determination to overcome it, bro, you won't overcome it, bro. It don't matter what's in front of you, bro. It really doesn't. Hey, I salute you, bro. I love your energy, bro. Dope, bro. Appreciate you, bro. Man. So, look, let me ask you this. Um, You, you, you got your movement called Living Loud. You know what I'm saying? If you can explain more of that. Yeah, for sure, bro. And Live Loud is something that 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 actually was downloaded to me, like, that I dropped in my spirit a few years ago, bro. And it's crazy how, I ain't gonna stump, bro. If, if God would ask me, like, hey, I got this for you. Like, I got these two felonies for you. Like, it's gonna make you a better person at the end of the day. It's gonna make you a better father. But you gotta go through this. I wouldn't have chosen. So, but looking back at my life, all the way and back into where Live Loud was dropped into me back in uh, in late 2018, early 2019. I was getting prepared for this. And Live Loud, bro, is is all about just speaking volumes, bro. And you can speak volumes about you with your life in many different ways. It doesn't just have to be the volume of your voice or what comes out of your mouth, bro. I know people that live loud that, that, that show up to work every day, you know what I'm saying, and, and feed their kids. I know people that get up for work every day, you know what I'm saying, and get their kids off to school. I know people that get up to work every day and they go and they impact trauma survivors and they impact people that's been going through some things, bro. So live loud is just about all about living your life at the highest level that you can, bro. And it doesn't matter what you're going through, but you're going to stop. You're going to keep grinding and you're going to keep moving, bro. And your life, your life is going to speak volumes. It might not be the volume of your voice, but your life is going to be loud. So you got to live loud, bro. You got to be about that. It's an everyday thing. It's not just a once in a while I'm going to get up and I'm going to live loud, bro. But it's every day you get up and your life speaks volumes to whoever you speak it to. That's dope. That's dope, bro. Hey, I, I definitely respect the whole Live Loud movement, bro. For real. So, look, hey, you know what I'm saying? You're such a positive dude, you know? You know what I'm saying? And I love the fact that you have to take it or leave it spirit, the whole, you know what I'm saying? I'm not perfect, but, hey, I'm on the right path. I got faith in God. You know what I'm saying? Like, what, what was it that made you, like, just walk into the church or make you want to get into that field? Well, it was... Like I said, bro, I, I was born and raised in church. My mom's okay. and pops always, they took me to church, but I stepped away for a minute and, you know, got into my own thing and everything like that. And out of that, I, I became a single parent. I, got, I had two young boys. I was taking care of a, 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 a toddler and a newborn, you know what I'm saying, when everything first happened, bro. But it was, it was really getting knocked down. Like, I'm a hard-headed dude, bro. I ain't even gonna stop with you, bro. I'm hard-headed. So God had to break me down so low to be able to lift me up, bro. And I know I got flaws like everybody do. Ain't nobody perfect, bro. But I give up every day, and I thank him for putting breath in my lungs. I get up every day, and I thank him for keeping my family safe. 
You know what I'm saying? That so that's what really keeps me grounded. You know what I'm saying? In my word, trying to get that that that, that word up in me as much as I can, bro, to be able to, to to be able to impact those around me, bro. So that's what that's what keeps me on that level. It's like, man, I'm not perfect, and I ain't trying to be perfect. You know what I'm saying? But it's all credit and all glory goes to him at the end of the day, bro. Yeah, hey, you know what I'm saying? Cause I I definitely agree, bro. That that's so dope, bro. The the story, the things you went through, the trials and tribulations. You know what I'm saying? Cause like one thing that I do believe that w- between me and you, or you know what I'm saying, even whoever's listening, like I feel like as far as like what we pray for, God gets us ready mentally and physically to be able to carry it for a long period of time. You know, versus you know like getting us ready, meaning. The whole, like, putting us through things, you know what I'm saying, like, mentally and physically, so that way it wouldn't be no burden on us, it wouldn't be no struggle just to walk with it, you know, metaphorically, if you understand what I'm saying, because, like, a lot of people pray for things, but they don't know what comes with it. Well, I'm glad you said that, bro, because that right there was, that thought right there was something that I held on to and learned about myself and learned about God for 19 months because a couple moments ago I stated that, you know, he was preparing me for this. So in late 2018, like I said, I was trying to live my life right, man. I knew I wasn't perfect, but I was trying to live for God the best way I knew how. I was heavily involved in my church, bro. I was I was there every Sunday, every Wednesday, bro, trying to just, trying to just you know, walk with him, you know what I'm saying? But he had me studying the book of Job, all 2018 and Job, if anybody ever read the book of Job, Job went through some things, bro. He lost his wife, his business, his family, his friends. He got sick and God restored him at the end of the day. And so I was studying the book of Job and my prayer for all of the back half of 2018 was like, God, break me down. Make me who you want me to be. Teach me how to be more like you. Different things like that, bro. Not knowing I had two felonies coming up, bro. <laughs> that's, nah, that's why I said if he would have asked me like hey I got this for you I'd have been like no I'm good <laughs> you know what I'm nah. saying I'd have been like no I'm good and I had no idea that that was what he was going to use to make me a better man you know what I'm saying to make me a better father Um, so I really didn't know what I was praying for and I remember there was a couple times in my prayer that God was like alright you show I'm like, yeah, I'm sure. He was like, I bet. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Hey. I'm like, I right, so that's just what it was, bro. Bro, and, and you know what I'm saying? And, and that's so dope. Like, God works in mysterious ways, for real, for real. You know what I'm saying? He, he it, it may not seem like he's always there when you call, but he's always on time. On time, and and he, bro, you you a hundred percent right, bro. He always there. I remember, you know, you asked me a couple moments ago what keeps me going back to him, bro. Is is always. Is, I look back at my life, and it was like my childhood, bro. I saw myself going through things. I'm like, God, how can I question you? And this is when fast forward to my felonies, bro. It's like, God, I see you put food in the fridge when one no food in the fridge. I see you turn lights on when one no lights on in the crib. You know what I'm saying? I see 
you make a way when it wasn't no way. So I done been through all this. How could I doubt you, bro? That's like David when he went up against Goliath. I don't care if people been in church or not. Everybody know about the story of David, bro. But he, David, when he came up and right before he was going to defeat Goliath, bro, the biggest giant that stood in front of him, bro, he said, man, I ain't worried about this, man. I'm going to slay a lion and a bear with my bare hands. So I'm going to go out here and defeat this giant like it's nothing. Why? Because I know I got God on my side, bro. And that's all you need at the end of the day, bro. I knew I had God on my back. And that's why I call my story my faith versus my felony, bro, because my faith was challenged in that season, bro. My faith was up against the wall for 19 straight months, bro. But it was my faith that kept me alive to say, you know what? I know I'm going to be good. That's dope, bro. For real, for real. Hey, you, you know what I'm saying? Like, for those, like... Cause to me, like I believe, I believe in the higher power. I believe in God. I believe in Jesus Christ. You know what I'm saying? Cause like that right there from the beginning is what got me through my situations in life. You feel me? Like you know what I'm saying? Man, he he. I can always say he's always been there with me. You know what I'm saying? Even at times where I'm feeling low, like by the end of the day, it's always you know what I'm saying. It's a smile on my face. You know what I'm saying? And it, every time, you know, like if if I'm ever down and out. What's up? No, I was going to say, bro, I mean to cut you off there, so my, my bad, bro. But I was going to say, bro, I know a lot of people, even maybe some that's listening, bro, that may not believe in God, they may not even believe in a higher power, bro. But us as humans, bro, we capable of so much, bro. We capable of overcoming anything, bro. And it's like if people sit there and put their feet in the dirt and get grounded, be, be able to get dirty and put in that work, bro, they can overcome anything, bro. That's big facts. Anything, bro. Cause like I said, like 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 bro, like even as far as like with the whole book thing, like me writing books, like I think that that's crazy how that like that right there, like people when people think of someone writing books, they think of oh you went to school, you you went woo out the bam, you nah like you know what I'm saying what started me writing books was, um I got into a little trouble myself, you know what I'm saying wanted to change my image a little bit. And I wanted to go for the proper Carlton look. So one of my homies, um, so I, you know what? I went shopping crazy and I bought a bunch of sweater vests. And one of my homies saw some of the sweater vests in my back seat. And you know, like me, when people crack jokes on me, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not the cracking joke type of guy. Like, right, if you funny, you funny. I'm going to laugh with you. Ha, ha, ha. You know what I'm saying? But buddy, one thing, as he was going in, you know what I'm saying? Even though I had a lot of burdens on my on my shoulders, you know what I'm saying? Like, he was cracking jokes here and there. We walked the bound. But when he said, one thing that he said that just sprung, you know what I'm saying, just hit a light bulb in my head was the whole, yo, it looked like you finna go sign some books. And you know what I'm saying? And at that time as well, I was in debt. You know what I'm saying? I tried to do the school thing, dropped out of college. You know what I'm saying? Fell in debt, debt with student loans. And you know what I'm saying? For some reason, just the whole, like, the whole independent book publishing thing was something I never tried. Tried it. And like what a few years later, I'm debt free, paid off my student loans, and now I'm about to release my ninth and tenth book. Hey, there you go, bro. Hey, yeah. that's love, bro. Hey, salute to you, my guy. Salute to you because man, and it's crazy because that goes back to what we was talking about before when you know when we was chopping up before we even jumped on the call, bro. It's like people coming from from places that where we came from, bro. And you know, you dropping knowledge on me and seeing the work that you put in, there, bro. You've been grinding for years, bro. I've been watching you for years putting in that work, and that's the thing, bro. You never stop putting in that work, and you embrace what you had, bro. You embrace your story. You embrace what was inside of you, and you accepted it and turned it into something, bro. Something out of, out of nothing, bro, and you did it, bro. So, 
Good looking boss. Hey, you, you know what I'm saying? And and what was crazy because another thing is like, you know what I'm saying? Everyone has people that, that is incarcerated. You know what I'm saying? Unfortunately. But like one of the things like like I was able to put my books in in, in the prisons throughout the United States and Mexico because it was um one of the reasons how that even started was that, you know, how you have friends, you just send them stuff just to, hey, check this out. Hey, check that out. So, you know what I'm saying? I had sent them a couple of books, not thinking much of it, didn't know how, how important books was in the, in the system, in the jail system. Um, they ran in the cell, Jay down on them, and the only thing they took was the, you know what I'm saying, was my books. So it's like, it, it that was another thing that just hit me. Like, you know what? Let me start flooding these prisons. And it's like, there is like, from there, it just grew and grew from different prisons to different prisons. And, you know what I'm saying, even making an impact in Mexico. When you dropping them seeds around your world, or, or you spreading the love, and you, I read a book a couple of years ago, bro. That's called Crushed by T.D. Jakes, bro. And he talks about the fact that when the gardener plants a seed, bro, the literal weight of the world is on top of that seed, and you never see the fruits of it at first, bro. But you plant the seed, and you keep gardening, you keep working, and you keep grinding, you keep putting your books in the prisons. You never know what type of impact it's gonna make, and you never know how big that uh, that plant and that garden and that tree is going to get and the gardener is never worried about oh man how much food am i going to get out of it like that's the end goal but the gardener is worried about all right let me go ahead and till this soil let me go ahead and keep watering my seed bro so you never know how far the seeds that you put in the ground is going to take you bro that's man that's awesome bro Good looking, boss. Good looking. And you know what I'm saying? And it's the same thing with you. Like, you know what I'm saying? You you definitely an inspiration as well. Because like I said, people people of our age, you know what I'm saying, is rare. Like, not saying that it's not none out there, but it's just kind of rare, especially where we're from. It, it's it's kind of unheard of, you know, to be as positive or try to even want to spread knowledge or, or big other people up, you know? Yeah, it, it, it definitely is rare in our community, bro. And like I said, to be honest with you, I know that's the person who I am. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's to be able to help people and people and motivate people and inspire people, bro. So I accept that. And it does, you know, it, it, I understand where I came from. And I'm, I'm, I'm a product of my environment, but I chose to change. You know what I'm saying? I'm a product of my environment, but I chose to be something other than what I was. I wasn't always on that path, but eventually I took a good hard look at myself and like, look, man, you need to get it together, man. And you need to go ahead and live your life and be who, who you destined to be, bro. And that's what I'm doing now. Hey, and you doing it, bro. I salute you. And bro, trust me. Trust me, bro. Your, your, your kids, your wife, everyone that's in your circle, definitely proud of you, bro. If not more. I appreciate that, bro, and I appreciate everybody, you know what I'm saying, my wife, bro, we was talking about, you know, the, the set that I put my, my content out on, bro, my wife helped me out with that, bro, so, so credit to my wife, bro, she been, and the, the crazy thing about it is, bro, that's my, my junior high school sweetheart, you know what I'm saying, Damn. that's my junior high school sweetheart, so when you talk about God bringing everything full circle, and it's crazy because I got released off of house arrest in, uh, in October of 20. 20 and i got back in contact with my wife in march of 2020 bro and we started dating 
in July of 2020, bro. So my God brought me my wife on house arrest, bro. We dated on house arrest. I proposed to her that December, and we got married last year, bro. So it's like, that's what I'm saying, bro. Nothing is impossible, bro. Nothing is impossible. I made more money on house arrest working a nine-to-five than I did the year before not on house arrest. Hey, that's- <laughs> and it's all because it's just... I was not finna stop, bro. I was not finna stop grinding. I was not finna put stop putting in that work, bro. And here I am. It's 2022. You know what I'm saying? I done moved across the country. I'm in a I'm in a whole nother state now. I'm married with with another with now I got three kids because my wife had a daughter from a previous relationship. So I got my daughter now, bro. It's like God can turn everything full circle, bro. And when you look back at it and you you sit there and it's crazy what you went through, but I got all appreciation for that he took me through it and even though i walked through the valley of the shadow and death bro i did not i did not hesitate to keep moving forward bro it's love bro i love it bro hey, I <laughs> excited my own self <laughs> man hey you know what i'm saying and, and and that's the dope thing about it you know what i'm saying like you're just the overcoming like it's just like the recipes like people you know what i'm saying certain sometimes don't don't always see the recipes put into the cake but they they see the finished cake you know what I'm saying? And sometimes just putting those recipes together, mixing them, you know what I'm saying? I I think could be the best time of making a cake, you know? That's real talk, bro. That's where all the memories is made. That's what makes the cake a cake. That's what makes the cake, you know, flavorful and tastes good. That's what makes you a better person. Is It's not that finished product, bro. It's the grinding and the, and the putting in that work and the experience and all the bumps and bruises and knowing that you got what is inside of you to keep moving forward is what makes that cake the cake. That's big fact. Salute to the cake. You feel me? Yes, sir. We all try to get it, bro. Man, for real, for real. So, hey, you know what I'm saying? I just want to say, bro, it's definitely an honor, you know what I'm saying, to have you on the show, bro. For real. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Anytime, my guy. Anytime. No problem. No problem. Um, one of the things, you know, um, I'm, you know, I don't want to keep you long, you know what I'm saying? But I definitely want to get you on a sports show as well, and then we're going to chop it up, you know what I'm saying? Do what we do on a sports Cause this is it's definitely a lot that's been happening in sports, you know. That, that we could definitely touch on and you know get, get your opinion on, debate a little bit. Yeah, you, hey, you let me know when, bro. We gonna make it happen, bro. I appreciate you having me on the show, bro. It's been a, it's been a great time. Uh no problem, bro. Hey, and your story is definitely inspiring. It's, it's, it's you know what I'm saying inspirational, it's motivational, bro. Hey, I for real like to me, I, I think it's a it's a bestseller. A book, for real, for real, if you ask me. I appreciate that, bro. Like I said, we playing seeds right now. You know what I'm saying? So, hey, to be continued. <laughs> <laughs> big facts, big facts. But I, right, boss, you know what I'm saying? Definitely an honor. We're going to definitely chop it up, bro. All right, bro. I appreciate you. All right, no problem. For sure. For sure. Yo, there you have it. Super dope interview. With the big partner, Chaz J, motivational speaker. Hey, his story is definitely inspiring, motivational. Man, it's crazy what he had to go through. But, hey, the finished product, the things that, that he's now able to do and even talk about his testimony, is crazy. Salute to God, man. For real, for real. God works in mysterious ways. Just whatever it is you're going through, just continue to stand tall. You know what I'm saying? And walk through it. If God could bring you to it, he'll bring you through it. You already know. Signing out. Smith Express Show. Your homie Smith. Let's get it. Yeah.